Welcome into the New Orleans Saints podcast presented by SeatGeek. I'm Aaron Summers. After 16 years, head coach John Payton said goodbye to the Saints, thanking the organization, fan base, and players in a press conference Tuesday. This Friday, the movie Home Team comes out. That movie highlights the 2012 season when Payton spent a year helping to coach his son Connor's football team. The net, the, <clears throat> the net. The Netflix film features Kevin James as Sean Payton, plus Taylor Lautner as Connor's football coach. The film focuses on Payton and his relationship with his son, Connor. Today's guest on the New Orleans Saints podcast is none other than Connor Payton to talk about his father's time with the Saints and the upcoming movie release. Connor, thank you so much for joining us on the New Orleans Saints podcast today. I know it's been a busy week for you and your family. How are you doing today? Doing great. Thank you so much for having me. You have only really known the Saints as a team that your dad coached for. What has this been week? What has this week been like for you, knowing that he's not going to be the head coach here anymore? Yeah, it's definitely been a weird week. It's been a long week, and it's been a sad one too. Because I mean, my whole life memories, he's been the coach of the Saints, and I've been a fan of the Saints and a part of the organization, a part of the city and the culture. And so it's definitely sad to see, but I know it's the right decision for him with his time, and I know he was having a hard time just it just takes a toll on him for a while so I know it was a hard decision on him but I think it was the right one for him you said that you've only known the Saints you were five years old when he got this job what are some of your favorite memories over the past 16 years man that's a tough question there's so many great ones so obviously first would be the Super Bowl win in Miami was unbeatable but when I was that first season too, I got to run out and get the team once as a six-year-old and that was that was a great experience to run out there and get that I thought that was really cool and I think just being a part of the team year in year out and seeing what changes and how I mean you start the season you start with the Super Bowl team in 2009 and then you finish and there's nobody left on the roster from that team so just seeing the new guys come in and new regimes take place has been really cool to follow. You were young when he first took the job but do you have any memories of moving here and being a part of the the New Orleans area? Of course. Yeah. So, I mean, he was telling the story the other day about how when we were driving here from Texas that everybody was going the other way and there was traffic mm-hmm. and we were flying through. So, of course, I remember that. And I remember just seeing some of the devastation immediately after Katrina and just being like, this is a city that I want to be a part of and help rebuild and help find the culture of the team. And so that's why it was just so amazing to have this immediate success that we did. But I definitely that those parts will never leave my memory. Yeah. A lot of kids that are you know, have parents that are coaches, they move three to four, every three to four years. And you guys were able to stay in one area for the entire time, you and your sister, Megan, what was it like being able to really just kind of acclimate to this culture, the city and, and the fan base? Yeah, it's definitely a rarity, as you said, for just a team or for a coach to be in one place for this long. So that's why I made it so special, I feel like. And that's why we felt so a part of this city and the team. And knowing that he was just the guy there for so long, it was, it's going to be really hard to see him not. And it's going to be hard for us to have to adjust to not being as a part of the team, but it'll be, I'll always have my fandom for the team, no matter what. Yeah. Let's go back to that 2009 Super Bowl. What stands out to you about that year? What was that experience like? Because not only were you a fan at that point, obviously, but your dad was the head coach who just won the Super Bowl. Right. So, I mean, starting 2006, I, I was still six-year-old, so I wasn't like, you know, knowing the X and O's and no one was going down, but by the time I was nine and 10 turning that year, I was fully involved with the team and fully emotionally attached, and I just remember breaking down in tears after Garrett Hartley hit that kick in the in the <laughs> NFC Championship against the Vikings, and just being a part of all of that was an unreal experience, and part of me wishes I was a little older when sure. that happened, but at the end of the day, 
knowing that and having all those memories, I would never take it away. Speaking of some of the memories, I know a lot have come up over this past week from former players, other coaches, this organization, and your father. What has it been like hearing, you know, just all the positivity that people have been saying about your dad? It's encouraging and it just goes to show, I mean, not only him, but how well the Saints have done instilling a culture with the team and how every guy coming through had the same idea and the same goals for the organization. And I felt like my dad and the rest of the organization did a good job of bringing in guys who wanted to be committed to the team and having the most success. So that's why I think it's encouraging to see how everybody's had positive thoughts about their experience here. So do you have any players? I mean, I know you have to like pick favorites per se, but do you have any players that you really liked over the past 16 years? So I had a couple throughout the years. I was always a big Devery Henderson fan early on in the first couple of years. I always liked the guys that weren't as popular, but I mean, Devery was a huge New Orleans hero, but in terms of nationally. And then of course, Drew Brees was always a great person and great for our family. And then recently me and Mike Thomas has actually been somewhat close and kept in touch throughout the year. So he's been a really cool guy and just kind of keeping up with me as I go through college and stuff like that. But there's been so many, it's hard to keep count. I'm definitely leaving out some, but those are the three that first come to my thought. You mentioned Drew Brees. He was a big part of the success here in New Orleans. Being able to have a relationship with somebody like that, somebody who was also here for so long, how cool is that? Oh, it was so unique and so cool. I mean, he's just an outstanding person and a great family. And it was cool to see how young I was when we first came and his son, when they won the Super Bowl to now they're kind of grown up and now I can kind of talk to them and be more personable with them. So it just shows you the time's flying, but he, he's a great guy and a great man, and a great quarterback. And so we were, we were lucky to have him as, as a saint. Yeah. Your dad mentioned that it's weird now seeing everybody's kids being so grown up and that's when he feels old. That's when he feels like he's been here for so long and you yourself, you're, you're now in college you're at TCU. How are you enjoying kind of that phase of your life? It's definitely a new phase and I definitely, I love it. The college life is great and you definitely don't want it to leave. Everybody's right when they say that, but it's been just so cool to have an organization like the Saints to be a part of throughout this whole journey and keep a sense of home and a sense of like non-change because college, every, it's all changing and everything's new. Mm -hmm. You're doing new area and having always the backbone of the Saints in that city to go to and feel like a sense of formality and normal normalness was always great. And then you kind of had a little bit of them come to you at the beginning of this year. Yeah. Were you able to go to any of the practices, kind of spend some time with your dad during that time? Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, that was that was a great experience. I know it was tough when they were displaced from the hurricane, but having them in Fort Worth and in the TCU practice facilities was amazing because, as you said, I got to go to most of the practices and hang around my dad more on the team and kind of get to see. Cause usually as a kid, I used to go and visit training camp and mm -hmm. it was a little harder now because I was doing stuff with TCU football, but having them come, I could do it both. And it was, it was a great experience and out of un, like out of tough circumstances, but it was very cool. You mentioned you're doing some stuff with TCU football. What are you doing over there? So I'm, I love, I've always been into recruiting and personnel and like breaking down film. So it, even with the NFL draft, I was always obsessed with growing up. So with them, I'm kind of helping just, watching high school film and breaking down prospects and data entry, stuff like that. But I've definitely been enjoying it. And it's been a really good time. Okay. So are there any players that you kind of passed along to Jeff Ireland or your dad along the, uh, over the past few years? Oh, for sure. Definitely a lot of <laughs> guys. And I get, I get some phone calls about some prospects and just seeing what they think, but you got to play both sides of it too. You got to make sure these TCU guys are going to a good spot and the Saints players are getting good players, but it's, it's been cool to have, more of like an avenue to talk to some of the Saints guys about TCU players, something to talk about for sure. Yeah. So during your sixth grade year, 
obviously your dad decided to coach your football team. How did you find out that that was what he was going to do with the, the year off? Because I remember, well, first hearing the news that he was going to be down for a season, I immediately, as a young kid, was like, well, he should just coach here. And I mean, obviously, he had a lot more going on at the time, so he probably wasn't immediately <laughs> thinking like I was. But as the summer came around, he was coming to a lot of practices, and he had a good relationship with the, the head coach that stayed throughout the year and all the other coaches. So I had a feeling he might hop on the staff, and he decided to and right before the season started. And it was a great thing that we made out of out of a tough circumstance, but it was, it was a great year. And I know I'll never forget it. And I know a lot of my teammates will never as well. Yeah. Your dad mentioned that that was like his most enjoyable season as a coach. How was it for you and for your teammates? Yeah, it was definitely very enjoyable for me. And it's a tough year. Cause I was, I was one of those kids, I was a bigger kid. So I didn't want to play a line, but we had a, a big memory of mine was remembering that I was like, Hey, now that he's the coach, I don't have to play online, right? Like that's what you think, <laughs> a little, little daddy ball thing. But that was going to be not be the case. And he told me that you're still going to be playing online, and we'll have you in some tight end sets. And for a while, I was really upset. And then I, he was totally right though, and I, I fully bought in, and it was one of the best years of my life. So no favoritism was had over there. None whatsoever. <laughs> not even a little bit. <laughs> yeah. When you're in that situation, do you call him dad or do you call him coach? Uh, I would probably call him dad, but. I, I might slip up and call it maybe in the heat of a game. I'd call him coach. <laughs> yeah. I, I bet that that was a lot of fun to have him home for that year and to have him around a lot. And now there's this movie that has come out about it, or it comes out tomorrow on Netflix called home team. What was your role in making this movie? Yeah. So, I mean, my sister's boyfriend was the one who wrote it, obviously. So I was very close to the process and it coming together and it was really cool just to see because he would be out calling me all the time asking about what it was that like during this part of the season what, what did y'all where'd y'all go after the games and mm -hmm. I, it was really cool to be a part of and really see how movies are actually made because obviously I had no idea but it was yeah it's it's been it's been a really cool process I even got to go on set and meet some of the guys and and the kid who's playing me and it's just a great group of people and I'm I'm excited for everybody to be able to get to see it and it's a cool story. So do you approve of who's playing you in the movie? Oh yeah. So it's Tate Bloom. He's, he's a great kid. He, he's, he's definitely a good kid to play me and he's probably a better athlete than I was at that age. So it's, it makes me even look a little better, which is great. <laughs> what were some of your favorite moments? Like I'm sure you've seen the movie, right? <laughs> Most Already? of it. Yeah. 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 Most of it. What are some of your favorite moments that got highlighted in the movie? I just think the journey from how we were we were like an average team the year before, not as bad as we are depicted in the movie, but still we had a lot, we had a lot of ground to make up for the next season. And when my dad came in, we really bought into his philosophy. And I think that part was really well depicted in the movie and just how we came from a, a whatever team to tightly knitted team and made a good run. And I think it was also good at the end how we ended up losing in the championship, not to spoil the movie, but, and I think they depicted that part pretty well and how they didn't really, the team that we played was just straight up better than us. And as much coaching as could be done, they were just going to beat us. And I thought that part was really cool to see. So it is pretty accurate, the movie. I would say so. I mean, yeah, it's obviously going to be a comedy. So uh, yeah, it's definitely based on, I wouldn't, it's not verbatim true, but it just yeah. a comedy movie, but yeah, it's definitely got strong foundations of the, the story. Very cool. So home team comes out tomorrow on Netflix. Definitely looking forward to checking that out now. In your dad's press conference when he announced that he was stepping away, he did mention that you wanted to get into football, but not in the same way that he did. So mm -hmm. what would you like to do if, if you were able to kind of pick your job after school or even down the line? Yeah. 
it's funny because he was making fun of how Megan wanted to interview the coaches and how I wanted to be able to fire the coaches. But right. I mean, in essence, I definitely, I've always been more personnel driven and working in like the administrative part of a team or a college team. And so something in that avenue, whether it's working in recruiting for a college team or pro personnel or college scouting for a pro team, those are always been my interests. So along those lines, something like that, I would love to do. All right. Well, I know your dad's no longer the head coach of the New Orleans Saints, but you're always going to wear black and gold, right? Always. Always. Yeah. There you go. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me a little bit about your dad, about what you've been up to and the movie coming out. It's going to be fun. Really appreciate it. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much to Connor for joining the podcast today. Really cool to see a different side of Coach Payton and talk a little bit about the movie Home Team. Again, you can catch that on Friday on Netflix. And thanks to all of you for listening to this edition of the New Orleans Saints podcast presented by SeatGeek. I'm Erin Summers. We will be back with more next week.